So you're putting a bet on yourself and hey, I like it. Episode 3 of the Strongly Worded Podcast. I'm Sue O'Lear. And I am Johnny Hampton. And we are here in our lovely dining room studio with a very another very special guest. Um, I reached out to this guest, uh, well, we talked like a, a week or so ago, I think, when you were here and noticed our studio setup. And then I reached out to you yesterday to see if you'd be available to come talk to us today. Um, David Reese, or as his uh, following knows him, Derice, is uh, a social media presence, YouTuber, TikToker. Um, I saw as of today, uh, what, 188,000 subscribers on YouTube, over 500,000 on TikTok, um, impacting his community in his way. And I, as I also like to say in the introduction, when we moved to Florida three years ago, he was my son's first friend. And uh, so he's here today to talk to us. Welcome, David. Hi, hello. Thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to have you. Um, and did I, did I introduce you in the right way? Yeah, no, you did. I didn't even know you did that much stuff about me. Like, <laughs> well, the TikTok, like, I didn't even mention that ever. Yeah. 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 So. There you have it. She, I, she I does her. You guys are You are the research. one person I follow on TikTok right now because I don't entirely know how to use it, but I. No one person. <laughs> yeah. So I, we are interested first to tell us a little bit about yourself. You are how old? Are you 18? No, I'm 17. You're still 17. Yeah, I'm still 17. I turned 18 in March. Um, I'm from Boston. Mm-hmm. Moved here when I was about three. Yeah, I did meet your son. Uh, it was freshman year of high school, and I actually started my YouTube at the freshman year of high school too. Yeah. So yeah. he was there from the jump. So yeah. you know, from subscriber zero. To yeah. Now. Was he like number three? Yeah. He was, no, like he really he was. was. A subscriber in single digits. Yeah, he actually was, and I I have it actually in yeah. like the YouTube statistics. Like you mm-hmm. can see like. Mm. Who subscribed to you first? And he was literally like the seventh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's crazy. From the beginning. From the beginning. So tell us a little bit about your channel and the birth of it. Start My channel, um, yeah, so I did start in freshman year. Uh, I started out with public interviews in my high school. And that's how I got really publicity in my high school. It was really just going around, oh, you want to be in this video? You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was like... The interviews were, like, very inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) They were really inappropriate. They were were bad. So what happened was the school, like, the principal had seen my videos. and Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and it was not good. It was not good at all. And I only had, like, 2,000 subscribers at the time. So inappropriate how? 
you want me to say well, a question? Well, I mean, like, was it like? Yeah, it was really, it was really inappropriate. I mean, I, it, not like in a in a violent violence at school kind of way. No, 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 no. It was like, it was like. Yeah, it was just sexual. Sexually inappropriate. It was, yeah, it was sexually inappropriate. It was just questions that was sexually inappropriate. It was like, would you rather do this? Would you rather do that? So <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I can't imagine why the school didn't want to be a, a location in your. The principal was mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was mad at the principal too because yeah. they were like, "Oh, this kid is just yeah, you're having fun. This kid is just having fun. Why would they do this?" But yeah, so the principal has seen it, and they gave me suspension, uh, gave me detention, all that kind of stuff. Wait, so they gave you detention for what exactly, though? Yeah. It was actually not because of the inappropriate questions. It was the fact that I had people in the background of my video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that didn't, that, that didn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were like, oh, I'm going to count this many heads that's in the background of your video, and we're going to file a charge. Is it, is that how you learn to blur people out who don't give you releases? <laughs> well, only for school, cause yeah. you know I was starting to learn about like uh, what you could do in public and what you could not do in public. So yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way they got you. Basically. Yeah, that's the way they got me. And then they try to make me delete all my videos, which I did at the point, but I put them back up now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they did make me delete a lot of videos, and then I stopped YouTube for like six months when that happened. To just regroup and try just to... Just regroup. I was like, because it was like a whole bunch of work that was just missing now. Mm-hmm. It's just gone. So it was like, I cannot, I don't have the motivation. You felt defeated in a way. Yeah. Like they set you back. Exactly. I couldn't do it anymore. So yeah, I stopped six months later. It was like summer. Every what week I just... What was the impetus behind that decision to start back up? wanted to do YouTube when I was a kid, so it's like something I have to do. Like, I have to do it later, because my, my main goal was I want to blow up before senior year. Mm-hmm. That was my main goal, and it was only sophomore year at the time, so, you know, I was like, I knew I was going to do it eventually. And I what just, was your definition of blowing up? Did you have a goal? See, me, I actually don't think I've blown up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have 100,000 subscribers. There's like it was in March of 2020 where I went from 5,000 subscribers to 180,000. Boom. Just and it took one month. Do you and uh, do you think people being at home during the pandemic had anything to do with that? Yes, yes. I'm glad you mentioned that because yes, I think that's all that had to do with it. Because I my mom was telling me, oh, don't go out, don't go out, and of course you shouldn't go out. You should be safe. Um, but I just, I was trying to be as safe as possible while doing this, but I went out and I was the only person on the street. There was no other cars. It was just me. And I was just making as much YouTube videos as possible. Just going through drive throughs because they were still open, mm. doing whatever you can. And going through drive throughs is actually what blew my channel up because I, w- I would just mess around in drive throughs and that's just how it went. I put it on TikTok, a million views. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Go ahead. Now, I found it interesting that you said, like, when you got to high school, you always wanted to be a YouTuber because, you know, when I was a kid, that didn't exist. So you grew up with this dream. Yeah. To be on YouTube and have a channel and do all that. 
And like, were your parents supportive of that? Or yeah, they were completely supportive. It's like I talked them into it more type of supportive because I remember on my birthday, uh, I was sitting with my family at a restaurant. I think it was Hooligans, and we were talking about jobs. And I told them I want to do YouTube, and they were like, no. <laughs> I've said that to Joseph before. I mean, yeah. it's hard to understand. It's hard to conceptualize because this didn't yeah, exist as a, you know, as a an art form, for lack of a better term, for us. Yeah. So I was trying to explain as much as I can. Like, I really wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. So, what is it? What 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 is it about about it? Is it? It's I don't know. It's uh, I think it's just everything that comes with it. I think that's what it is. Like it's, what? Um, it's support, it's, uh, just building your audience and, you know, what you would think, money, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's a, it's a job, I would, yeah, so, um. At what point did you start making money doing it? Uh, the point I started making money, October of 2019. And how'd that happen? I got monetized, so when you get monetized, you need 4,000 watch hours and you need a thousand subscribers, and then you get monetized. But when you and get monetized, just if people don't know what that means, uh, it, it means you start making money off of YouTube straight out of ads. So when you see my ads, that's me making money. And what kind of control do you have over who advertises on your channel? I don't actually have any control. It just they pop up themselves. It's any ad that shows. Yeah. It would, it would seem most likely they would buy an ad at YouTube and YouTube would decide, hey, you paid for this kind of audience mm-hmm. and they find the channels that fit that, which is kind of whack to me. Do you ever have an ad for something come up for something that you would like to not be advertising? Mm, no, I haven't. No, Do you watch I, them? I, Do you know what's, what's going on? What's going up? No, I've never seen them. Well, I, I come across them, but I've never... Pay fully attention to it, like, oh, what is advertising this and that? Yeah. And I wonder, I wonder if you did see something that you didn't like, could you say something? Because a lot of people might think when you're they're watching your videos that you might, you know, that might be something if you stand behind. It. You might be endorsing that. I feel like they only put out more mainstream ads like Pizza Hut oh, okay. or Domino. <laughs> I had never had anything like. Crazy. A political candidate. No. Wanted to advertise <laughs> on your like speak to the youth. The republic the Republican <laughs> National <laughs> Committee. <laughs> no, I haven't had that. Not yet. Not yet. I haven't had that happen. Not at all. Yeah. No, I think all the ads are pretty much just pretty basic. Pre- pretty basic. Pretty um, good to go. Um, and so talk to us about your content. I mean, is this your did you choose this style of video? Like, tell us a little bit about. Yeah, Darius. so I really take inspiration from a lot of people. There's a YouTuber I really take inspiration from. Uh, his name is Pootie. Now, what Pootie does is he goes around the street and just does whatever he can. You know, he just he's he's comedy. That's all he does. He just goes around the street, talks to people, does this and that. So I took that inspiration and I started doing that myself. So yeah, I decided. I go on the street, do whatever I can, play basketball with a stranger, go to stores, as you know. Um, <laughs> just just for our listeners, David and I had to have a conversation once. <laughs> kind of. 
mother to friend of son. Mother to friend, yeah, because I was doing some bad things at a store, and you know, it went it little. Happened to be the store where that paid our our bills at the time. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Did and Joe make it into that video when he was asking you guys to leave? Did you pull him in, or no? No? no. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't. thought that would be funny. Yeah, no. <laughs> so they're funny, and they're kind of prank videos, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is, is a time-honored tradition, mm-hmm. right? So we I we grew up watching Practical Jokers and yeah. and stuff like that. So that, I mean, that is, a lot of people respond to that. Now, let me ask you this. So now you got your YouTube going. And you obviously now you're getting, you know, for the for the small town we live in, right? You're getting kind of famous. Now, what does that bring with it? Do you lose friends? Do you gain friends? Fake friends? People who don't like you because you're famous and they're not. It's weird because when I first started out, like 2,000 subscribers, you know, I was I was local. I was locally popular, I would think, in my high school. Now I think everybody in my high school knew me. Uh, and I think that's where I got a lot of love. I think I got a lot of love when I was only at 2,000 subscribers. But, and then I blew up in April. Well, I think I a little bit. I, I a little bit blew up in April of 2020. And um, that's where I started finding fake friends. That's when I started losing friends. It was really, it was weird. It was really weird because people would say I changed, but it's like, this is how I think of it. Their perspective would change of me. Mm. That's how I would think of it because, you know, everybody's going to say somebody changed after they find more subscribers. Everybody's going to say that about somebody. I, I personally think I haven't done anything wrong to anybody. But, you know, you find a lot of fake friends. That's what comes with it, I think. So, yeah, a lot of hate. Now, were you able to recognize that right away? Like, cause sometimes you'll see people and they want to latch on to you because you, you're famous and you don't realize it at first. Like, you could be popular and they, they, your voice means something and they're following you around. No, I could definitely realize. You realize yeah, it right I away? I realize it like, like in a snap, just like that. I could realize really fast. It just, you know, they ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> they want to know what it's like to be you it's like yeah it's really weird they would ask me to put them in videos like just generic stuff now nah. it, it when so a, a precursor to youtube kind of popularity um years and years ago before twitter before all this blogging was a huge thing yeah uh and Blogs were competing for unique hits and, you know, to get sponsors and to, you know, whatever. And, and that's kind of a part of the business that I was involved in forever ago. And I wrote typically lighthearted, hu- humorous stuff about health and fitness. Usually I was the butt of my own jokes. Um, and it got popular enough to the point that I was no longer anonymous. And my face wasn't on it like yours is because it wasn't video. It was written. And so I was no longer anonymous and people in my town knew who I was, could see what I was writing and at times could recognize themselves in my stories. 
And so, you know, once you hit publish, once you upload your video, it kind of belongs, it doesn't belong to you anymore, right? It belongs to the interpretation yeah. of whoever sees it. And some people liked what they assumed was about them or their community or whatever, and others didn't, right? And so it seems like once you get a certain level of success, there are people who are there that have your back and lift you up. And there are yeah. instantly people there who want to tear you down. A good friend of mine at the time, when I was dealing with some of this, used to say to me, uh, if everybody likes you, you're too vanilla. You know, once you get a hater, like you've really made it, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to always tell me, everyone's not gonna like you, so you might as well just be yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line. Now, I don't have any famous blogs or YouTube channels, <laughs> but I know what it's like. You do have a podcast. Yes. <laughs> But in town, I coach youth basketball, and I've been pretty good at it. And I know what it's like for people to come to you to try to use your voice for something that you may not agree with. And that's why I asked you that question, because those people will come out. And you got to recognize it quickly or else you make a mistake. Of course. And it's weird because, you know, out of all of this, I actually got tattoos because of it. Like... I got a self-made tattoo. It says self-made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, self-made at 17 years old. <laughs> and then I actually got a big tattoo on my neck. I know, why are you covering it up? I got a big tattoo on my neck that said loyalty. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the most important thing to me. I don't know why I chose the neck, but it's loyalty. That's the most important thing to me, uh, especially after realizing, you know, who could be on your back and who could be not on your back, like... Just snakes. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to mention this, but so I know a thing or two about you. I and in the was it the summertime? In the summertime, you got into a little scrap at the park. Yeah, that <laughs> kind of went viral. Which listen, I'm old school. I'm a, uh, so I'll preface it with this: I don't really give a damn about that. When you fight, you fight. You win, you lose. I don't care. As long as you, my dad used to always tell me, as long as you let them know you were in the fight, then you won. Now, how did you feel about that? Because that thing kind of went a little viral and people was talking about it. And I, I'm of the mindset they were only talking about it because of who you were. For sure. If, if you were just a regular kid at the park no. having a fight, no one would have ever known about it. It wouldn't that. happen. It wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Because right after the fight, it's, you know, after a fight when they just start saying things. Mm-hmm. See, the only things they would say to me were about my YouTube channel. Exactly. It would be, uh, oh, you think you're too famous. You know, like things like that. Just straight, it's, it's just mentioning my success. That's it's all like, they're doing. Nah, I think this dude tried me, and I'm going to stick up for myself, and what happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, we thought we were going to have to go to the park. I know. We thought we were going to have to go We were going to be on our way there. Well, it's... it's <laughs> This is not really a time we live in where you can trust that a fight between two guys who are disagreeing is we'll going to stay that way with in with just fists. But we were worried. Yeah, no. It would have been a Royal Rumble. Yeah. It would have been a brawl. It, there were so many people that pulled up to the park that day. Mm -hmm. It was about 10. And so now after that happens, do, do you worry about losing subscribers? Do you worry about any of that? Did you have no. any worries? Because you got the tattoo not too long after that. Now, no, I actually got it like the day before. Got it the day before? Yeah. So my neck, my neck. Your neck was hurting. Come on. Yeah, my neck was in pain, but 
It was it was still in pain right before the fight, and <laughs> it was just the worst time. Um, what was the question again? What was the question? What happens after? Oh, what happens after right. that? Do you worry about losing subscribers? Like when you get into something so public, because you're now a public person. Yeah. You you probably recognize that now, especially after that. Mm-hmm. Do you worry about losing followers? Do you feel like, oh, I gotta make a video to address this, or are you like me? Because now I'm not gonna lie, I, I was worried at first, but it's it's like it's a local thing, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our town, so it's like it's not gonna work because. I don't have that local fan base anymore. I don't have mm. a, a local subscribing anymore. It's more global. And to be honest, I we're don't in, think... We're in five countries ourselves, so we can relate to that. <laughs> 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 the one piece of advice I, could give, I can give you about that, and this is how I approach things myself in life, like you don't have to explain anything to anybody. What happens with you is what happens with you. And the people who are closest to you, you let them know. The other people don't really matter. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's how you got to think of it. I really, there's just so many people that I had to cut off that I, can, I was friends with for so long. And that's what I wanted to get at. Like, what happens after that? Yeah, you just, you lose friends, you make friends, you keep friends. That's pretty much. I mean, being able to understand and follow through with a boundary like that at a young age is going to save you heartache down the road because yeah, a lot sure. of people aren't comfortable with that and or even really learning how to recognize that toxicity for what it is you know for sure being able to cut that out for some reason people think boundaries are bad or mean yeah no people people think they need friends or they need people and yeah it's nice to have friends but it's more like you want real friends. Like, I'd rather have two real friends instead of 50 fake friends, mm-hmm. you know? So I think people really don't put that in their head that it really doesn't matter. And that's that's the whole point about being independent. Mm-hmm. You can't rely on people, you know? I, I started to learn that. Yeah, you can't rely on people. And, yeah, that's pretty much all about friendship. Mm-hmm. What about, do you think... What do you think you're going to think about the content of your videos 10 years from now, 15 years from now? You think they're going to hold up? You think what do you think? Um, by 10 years, it'll definitely change. It'll I'll probably have a family <laughs> by then. I probably will have a family, so it'd more probably be a family channel. Mm-hmm. You know, more of a PG channel. Because my channel is not PG right now. My channel is... No, you, sir, you, it is not. You can't. No, it is not. It's PG. Yeah, my channel is very not PG. Yeah. But uh, it probably will get to that point. You know, I'm just... It's like growing with your audience. My, my audience is probably 14, 15 years old right now. Mm-hmm. Met, like, yeah. So, um, 10 years, I'll be 28. It'll probably be 25. So... They'll grow with me, you know? It's, it's going to be more of a family channel. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. It's good to, to be thinking about that evolution because that's how you stay relevant. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over. Without. Yeah, for sure. What kind of a relationship do you have with your fan base or with your followers or subscribers? Like, do you... Are there places for you to go back and forth to interact? Yeah, to talk yeah, about of that? course. I have a whole group chat on Instagram now. What my supporters 
have done. Um, there's like 20 fan pages. See, I don't like calling them fan pages, but that's what they are. You know, it's a whole account made just mm -hmm. for me. And yeah, so there's a whole group chat of them. There's like 20 of them in a group chat. And yeah, we, we talk. Yeah, we do talk. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, I don't know, some kind of responsibility for, I don't know, them, for what you say to them, for where, where um, you lead them, for? Uh, I should, but I feel like. But I don't, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's funny Sue asked that because when I found out you were coming, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, and it's, it's kind of like a variation on that question, is you have all these followers, right? Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Okay. Do you, what do you use your voice for now? Now, understanding, understanding that you have to do what you do, right? That's how you got the followers. That's your job. That's your job. That's how you got the followers. Yeah. But what I noticed, we had an election, no election video, bunch of protests, nothing about that. Do you, you did talk to some Trumpers though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I yes. Did, I yes, did. you did. So do do you, do you feel like you you need to do more of that, or do you feel like I need to be older to do more of that? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I should be older, but I also feel like I should stay away from it completely. Why? Politics, because I feel like anything controversial mm -hmm. is like... Wait a minute. You don't think what you do is controversial? Ah. Well, it depends. There's like... like, Give me an example. I just want to say fucking with people is controversial. <laughs> it is. If you go... like, So if you go into somebody's place of employment, like the drive-thru... Like Walmart. Yeah. Or Target or anywhere else. They're going to get mad, yeah. No, that's controversial. People could lose their jobs. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, what you do is controversial. Right. It's just comedic. Okay, now, everything is not politics. Well, so, you know, I mentioned it in terms of the election, but, like, do you feel like, at times, you should just dip your leg into that, or do you think it will, are you worried that it will make you lose followers? Because they, they are so used to the other stuff you do. Yeah, I think I would definitely lose followers. I think it's just, um, I feel like to talk about politics, it's more like a sit-down video. Like, I can't just turn on my camera and be like, this is how I feel. No, but you can. But th there's also something about politics that you should know. Um, I don't know anything about politics. I, I actually <laughs> have no, like, I f yeah, I have no you, idea. You're about to be 18, and I suggest you get ready. Yeah, I should get ready. Where, where you, you, you're, I mean, where's your family from? What's your... Brazil. Right? So, oh, wow. So your family's from Brazil. They speak Portuguese? Yeah, they do speak. I speak Portuguese, too. Do you? I was going to ask you. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Nice. I mean, so you have to know something, then. Like, you have to be aware that, you know, we have issues, very serious issues going on right now. Yeah. Dealing I'm, with things like immigration or racial injustice. Right. And I can understand you saying... This is not my. This is not how I pay my. Like I have a, a comedy channel or whatever. But yeah, when I ask like these kids, they're fourteen, fifteen, right? They yeah. might look up to you, right? In a lot of ways, do you feel a responsibility? Yeah, I feel a responsibility when it comes to them looking up on me. Like I've had a lot of people tell me, "Oh, you're my idol," and that's cute, and that makes me feel like, "Oh, I need to put my foot down 
and I need to do whatever so they could follow that trait. And I've, I've seen a lot of people, and I think this is bad to say, but I've seen a lot of people that have made YouTube channels doing the same exact thing I do, mm-hmm. going to Walmart mm-hmm. and destroying their store. I've seen people do that, make a whole YouTube channel and regarding it to right. me- messing people up. But yeah, uh, I think that's not good. <laughs> I, I think I think I should stay away from that. I'm trying to think of ways I could. So there's a guy that I like that does stuff for the Daily Show. You ever heard of the Daily Show? No. <laughs> well, he goes to to different Trump rallies and then just interviews people. That would be something you could do. It's funny without you taking a stand. It's just them making fools of themselves. Right. And you can do that. And you can honestly do that. And any political rally, to be honest, it doesn't have to be yeah. a Republican <laughs> rally. People who go to political rallies are interesting people. Yeah, but no. that's what popped up in my mind because I feel like you're going to step into a position of power, a position that most young people don't have. And you're going to step into a position of power, and I want you to be ready for it. And it sounds like you're already thinking about it because you're thinking about, hey, I'm going to be a family man. And I'm going to evolve. So that makes me feel, uh, honestly, a lot better about you than I did before I sat, <laughs> before I sat down here. Because you, you re- I think you realize the responsibility that's coming. Yeah. Uh, halfway. Nah, nah. You, you get it. I think you get it. You think so? No, because you just said to me, hey, I'm going to be 28. I can't be fucking up Walmart no more. Yeah. No, of course. <laughs> you know, and that, that, that means you get it. You, that means you get it. I'm going to mature eventually. Yeah. And my course. videos will reflect that maturity. Right. Yeah, it's more of a, like, I'm following my age. Like, I'm not 18. I feel like I should just do whatever I want until I'm 18. So, yeah, that's the way I think of it. Just so I don't go to jail, too. I don't <laughs> want to go to jail. Yeah. Well, have you had any brushes with the law? No, not not regarding my videos. Speeding. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, not not really my videos. You know, cops mm-hmm. would stop me, ask me what happened, and I would get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. You got this innocent face. <laughs> no, I don't have an innocent face. <laughs> not anymore because of my tattoo. But um, yeah, no, I I haven't had any issues like that. So, are you gonna go to college? No. Why not? I'm not going to school. What? In general, oh. I'm not going to high school You're anymore. You're not in high school right now. Yeah, Let's no. talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah, that. So I, tell me about the decision to not go to high school. Yeah, I dropped out of high school my senior year. That's... Uh, Stop it. Sit back. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dropped out my senior year, and I already know what you're thinking. No, no, you don't know what I'm thinking. Let's, let's just hear it. Yeah. Um, so We're a couple I, of parents. <laughs> Remember I, that. I dropped out, and... The reason for it was to fully do YouTube. I, I wanted to completely do YouTube full-time, and that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I am doing. So uh, I think it was a good idea. A lot of people think it was a bad idea, and I completely understand them. But I feel like it's more of a what is college going to bring me that I don't want to do. I wanted to do YouTube since I was nine, so it was like I have to do this. So... Dropping out of school was just another way of doing it because it gives me time. It does. It, it gives me a lot of time. Uh, you know, homework in the way. Mentioning school in the way, too. It was just a lot of things uh, that was piling up. So 
I just well, it's quite like having a job when we want a podcast full time. I mean, I understand that, but you know, part of that journey, that maturing, that evolving, and your fan base evolving with you and growing, um, you know, where, how, and I'm not saying you have to go to college or you have to go to school to expand your mind or you know to learn things if you're innately a curious person or whatever but how like how are you going to evolve intellectually how are you going to evolve and mature like what's your stimulus going to be i feel like um the mature part i feel like it's um i feel like i'm already there like i i i think i'm mature enough to understand <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'm mature enough to understand, uh, and I think I'm going to learn along the way. I think the immature part, and I think everybody's going to think of me that way because my videos. But I think like on the other side, it's more of an act, and I think I could completely understand a lot of things. Yeah, I don't think you're immature at all after sitting with you. I got to be honest about that. However, that was spoken like a true seventeen-year-old, right? I'm, I'm already there. <laughs> I'm already there. I, I didn't want to meet to say. No, nah, like, listen. When I was seventeen, I thought I was already there too. But listen. So let me ask you this: Is it not possible to do the YouTube and get your GED on the side with all the technology we have today? It's possible, but it's slower. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna get you where you right want. Now. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. It's going to get where you want to be slower. And I don't want to do that. I want to go as fast as I can. Okay. The next question. So, you want to be a YouTuber? Is that all you want to do the rest of your life? No. What are your goals for the rest of your life? I want to do a lot. I actually want to make a podcast myself. Hey, oh, hey, hey. That, that's, yeah, a, that's our idea. We're not having that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that competition. I'll leave, I'll leave that to y'all. No. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? anything i've seen uh, a lot of youtubers move to podcasts i've also seen this is something else i want to do i've seen youtubers move to rapping mm -hmm. I, can you rap because i i've seen you try to rap a couple <laughs> times on some of these videos <laughs> but can you you know i've never made like an actual song uh-huh but i want to so which leads to my next question so i don't believe college is for everyone i'm not of that belief system i believe it was for me but I don't believe it's for everyone. So when you say I don't want to go to college, that doesn't move yeah. me in any kind of way because there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? But it sounds to me like you want to produce stuff and do stuff. Don't you want to go somewhere to college? No. Uh, then how, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no. I, I just think, Sorry. I, I, don't, I don't think the time is meant to be. I don't think me and college get together. I, you know, everyone always says, like, I saw someone today tweet this, you know, or put it on Facebook. Like, no one ever made it focusing on their plan B. So I get to where you, I get to where you coming from. Like, listen, I'm about to do this, and this, these things are in the way. And some of our greatest, greatest people have done that. Dropped out of college, dropped out of high school, pursued their dream. So you putting a bet on yourself, and hey, I like it. If I, you know, I like it, but I just want you to know that college, you don't have to go to college. You can go pick up a class here and there and learn engineering. You can pick up a class here and there and learn about production. And then when you're ready to do all the stuff you want to do, 
you'll have some knowledge and no one could take advantage of you. Right. That's kind of where my next question is going. So you, um, you're making an income. You're doing this full time right now. Fame has a lot of pitfalls. Like there are people that don't want the best for you. How are you arming yourself and protecting yourself? And, and, and are you putting money in savings, young man? And, you know, like how are you, <laughs> how are you preparing yourself for, uh, to, to continue the blow up? So I'm planning to move out by this year. Uh, I don't know when, but speaking about savings, I'm starting to save up now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> here's the thing about when I first started making money. I used to spend it. I used to spend it, spend it, spend it, just mm-hmm. straight spend it. And it was a lot. It was all my money. I would get a paycheck, lose it the next day. It would be like that. So I started to learn, and I learned the fast way. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so I started to save just lessons like that. I learned is by doing it wrong first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I started spending a lot. Now I'm saving. Mm-hmm. So I'm saving and I'm trying to move out somewhere in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're trying to get far, far away. <laughs> yeah, I am. And why Atlanta? Do you have family there? No, I have no family there. It's actually, I chose it. I went to Atlanta for a week uh, this summer and I loved it. Uh, it was. YouTubers, mm. TikTokers. There was of, there was just a bunch of influence there. There's a lot of there's a lot of artists in Atlanta. Yeah, of course, and um, that's the reason why I love it. You could collab with anybody just that fast. And see, in a town like this, in a town where I stay at, I have to go like an hour away to to find the local person. So that's why I chose Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking to make a change in your kitchen, bathroom, family room, or garage? The Pelican has a solution for you. From custom designer metallic floors and countertops to a garage floor that will last a lifetime, True Epoxy Coatings can add an elegant touch to any room while improving your home's value. With over 25 years of experience, Pelican Coatings is Flagler County's foremost epoxy coatings contractor. If you imagine it, the Pelican can help bring it to life. Check out their Facebook page and see all of the amazing custom blended colors and designs Ed has created in homes and businesses all over the area. Then message them and schedule your free in-home design consultation. Pelican Coatings, coating the imagination. You sound like you got it figured out, my man. You know, you, you know, I, I think, um, you, have you done interviews like this before? No. You this, should do, you should do more. This is my first podcast. You should do more because, uh, it gives people an insight. I have, I have a better insight into you now than I did just watching your videos. Yeah. I feel like it's a whole different character. It's more like entertainment mm-hmm. and then there's business, mm-hmm. you know, I have to separate it. What would you say to someone who says, I want to be a YouTuber? Go for it. I feel like, you know, I've influenced a lot of people. A lot of people influence me. It's, there's no wrong about YouTube, I think. It's just, you got to get content and you just got to get consistent and you could do it just like that. Anybody could blow up. Anybody could do it. It's just consistency. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. Just your content. Now, did you have to study all the algorithms and all that kind of stuff to 
No, I, no? I didn't. It was it, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, I just I just posted, Sorry. but <laughs> I just posted. But the thing is, um, it wasn't blowing up. You know, uh, before March and before April of 2020, it was like my videos had views like a thousand to two thousand, and that would usually be my school. I had no, I don't think I had any supporters that were not from my town. So, yeah. So how did it happen? TikTok. That's exactly how it happened. It just started on TikTok. I made my TikTok account in December and just blew up just after that. I just started posting my YouTube videos and... On TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it got recognition. So I think anybody should do that. If you have a YouTube channel... Or even a podcast. Anybody could do this, you know. Just uh, take it straight to TikTok, and so what should we put on TikTok? You could um, just the funniest or the the most inspiring clips. I think so. Just anything that could touch somebody, you know. Yeah, I think. Do you consider what you do an art form? No. No, I don't. No? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, comedy is an art, right? That people, it's a craft. It's something people hone and practice and get better at. Yeah. I feel like, no, I don't know. I feel like anybody could do what I could do. So I don't think it's anything special. Um, The only thing I think is special in art is putting it together. Editing. You, you know. do that all on, your, on yeah. your phone, don't you? Yeah, I do that all on my phone. I feel like that's the only really talent, mm-hmm. art I have, uh, editing. And I really love editing. Um, I've done it mm-hmm. the whole time I've done YouTube. And I've recorded and edited all on my phone. Mm-hmm. Technology's pretty that's impressive, freaking man. amazing. Um, especially for me, because I started out with no camera. And... You know, everybody always says when you start YouTube, you want to get, you want to get this, you want to get that, you want to get a camera, and you don't really need all that. Uh, I just use my phone. That's all I use, just my casual phone, and I just started filming off of there, and yeah, that's pretty much all you need. Mm-hmm. That and the the desire to, yep. just depends on how bad you want it, I guess. Right, exactly. It's it's just exciting life because mm-hmm. I never had a job. This was my first job ever, and it was just, you know, the money's it, here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go and spend it. So, and it's fun to buy stuff for other people, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, isn't it? It's it fun is. to pick up it. a tab or I to... I love it. I love it. Yeah, and I do it a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, no, I started spending my money on shoes. Uh-huh. I, I love shoes, and I had so many shoes. I had so many luxury shoes that spent $1,000 a pair. Which um, And would you wear them? Or do you... I would. Yeah. I would beat them up. They, they would be <laughs> terrible. It would be dirty and creased all mm-hmm. over. But um, the thing is, um, all those shoes are gone now. Now, what I do with my shoes is I sold them for a camera. Because <laughs> I thought, oh, I need to start doing investments. You know, I started using my phone. No, I mean, I only used my phone. So I was thinking, I need a camera now. And mm-hmm. I sold all my shoes for it because I didn't have any money because I spent it all. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I have no shoes now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can take you down to the Payless.
How often do you get do you get a check every month? Like, how does YouTube yeah, pay you? It's every month, but it's it's not only YouTube. It's uh, you know, there's promoting other people's stuff. That's uh -huh. that yeah. So it, it all just adds up. Yeah. So month. you you get paid to promote other people's stuff, like yeah, stuff. And, um, how does that work? Like rapping. I I have, I have a rapper friend, and I promote his stuff. I use his music in my outros. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, like... That's... I mean, seriously, podcasting rule number one is turn your notifications off. Your phone. Jeez, I'm sorry about that. That is worse than tapping on the table. <laughs> <laughs> what has been the coolest thing that's happened since blowing, you know, since all this? What... Coolest thing, uh, traveling. Traveling. Yeah, I think that's the coolest thing. Um, going to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It was because I was a YouTuber. Um, yeah, I went to like some TikTok festival thing. Yeah, are these like conventions or? Yeah, yeah I, I went to we a, did lot a lot of convention things. Yeah. yeah. Are you do and do people just mingle? Are there speakers? Do you go listen to people talk about what they do and learn stuff or? You just no, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. It's yeah, it's more like of a hangout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just more like of a hangout, and it's it's a good experience. It's cool because you know you start collaborating with people. And mm -hmm. just, yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you? I wanted to ask you when did you realize that people were starting to know you outside of your high school? Like, did, were you walking in the store and someone came up to you? Or yeah, yeah, I've had that happen a lot actually. It was um yeah, I went to Orlando. same month I started blowing up so I didn't expect nothing of it um, I went to a restaurant and there was two people that noticed me huh. from two different families mm. and it was like and they asked me for a picture it was that's crazy was that crazy. is crazy it was like two different people were like you know and then yeah it started happening like regularly at like a mall or something like one person every that's pretty cool yeah it, it is cool Okay. And it's also a little scary. It is. <laughs> well, it, it it's just I'm awkward when it comes to meeting people, like so it's just. It's always interesting to see someone who has a public persona, like this guy's doing videos that mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of people, and he's like, I'm and awkward. Really to, and you have to put yourself out there to <laughs> yeah. do it. I mean, you uh, really I'm have so to. I'm so awkward yeah. meeting people. I'm like, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I am awkward. It's like. Um, but I get it though. You know, I get it. I've never seen them, but they've seen me. So mm -hmm. it's like, how do I talk to them? Right. And they think they know you. Yeah. But it's a one-way relationship. Because yeah. like you said, you, you're not in their living room. Yeah, They're it's like, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. like, there, was, at, there was a time when I used to go, go to conventions. I was a keynote speaker at different blogging conventions. A couple of times I had the opportunity to kind of experience a little, just a very teeny little bit that relates to this and I had written a piece about how once I start to get nervous I get sweaty and then I start thinking about how I get sweaty so I get sweatier and you know whatever and so I'm at this conference and I meet this woman and she looks at me and she said oh my god you really do get sweaty <laughs> no and then I'm yeah I'm like yeah and I write the truth thanks for yeah. pointing that out ladies <laughs> yeah, that's a really weird way to come across somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've had people get really disrespectful with me, like 
my supporters when I first met them. See, I, I did my first meet and greet mm-hmm. at the Orlando Mall. I did it and did you like was it a, a, a an organized thing or did yeah, you put it, was, it out that I'm gonna be here? Yeah, no, yeah. It was um I just put it out that I was gonna be there like a week prior. Mm-hmm. At this time and this place. So mm-hmm. like seven seven to ten people came. Mm-hmm. Um and there was this there was a supporter that just it was like they came up to me and um they just came up to me. That was that. They didn't say anything. They they just came up to me. So I was like, "Hey, do you do you want a picture?" And they they were awkward too. No, they 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 just it was disrespectful to them. It was like, "What do you mean I want a picture?" But they, they didn't say that. It was like, "Ooh, you want a picture?" Like they were mocking me about it, mm-hmm. and it was just weird. Yeah, yeah, well, that 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 person's a jerk. <laughs> Tell me about your merch. My merch. Um. Yeah. So I do have merch. Yeah. I mean, do you have a merch store? Like, how'd you pick it? Um, is it selling? So I picked how'd it out. Just... Uh, well, my merch is a water cup. It's mm-hmm. it's just a water cup on a hoodie and you know sweatpants. Uh, the way I got the water cups from my videos because mm-hmm. of my driving videos. <laughs> I recognize. I could see. <laughs> so I, all I do is ask for a water cup, and you know, people blew that phrase up. That's what people mm-hmm. know me for, kind of thing. Because that's what blew me up. Yeah, now I'm known as the water cup boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so are there people, like, has it sold? Like, are you, yeah, people are no, wearing? Yeah, it sold a lot. I've made a lot of profit off of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect that at all, because mm-hmm. I sold my merch for $60 a hoodie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't so expect that much. They're committed. Me. Yeah, they are committed. And mm-hmm. that surprises me a lot, because that's the last thing I was going to expect. So when I write the show notes and link to your YouTube page and stuff like that, they'll be able to find all the information they need, like to buy a hoodie or like yeah, it's, it's, all, there. It's, it's all in the description of all my YouTube videos. Okay. Yeah. Why did Joseph stop appearing in your videos? I don't know. You should ask him. <laughs> and because his mom kept getting him in trouble. I <laughs> know. There is. You remember yeah, you remember that know. time that you guys were filming in this car and I made people come talk to me because I didn't like the way you guys were behaving in my car. Do you remember that? I won't put this in the show. I'll edit this out. Um, he's like, cool. nah, I've been in some... <laughs> Joseph was driving. You guys you're, were just in the You're not the first marriage. Oh, are you talking about when... Um, no, we can talk about it. Like, you're talking yeah. about when... Um, I mean, help me put the pieces back together, but okay. there was some some so, tomfoolery going on in yeah. my car. So this was actually before I had a lot of subscribers too. You know, I was going all for it. So mm-hmm. you know, we were in your car, and mm-hmm. uh, I had a friend mm-hmm. in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. and while the car was driving, it was a good twenty miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend jumped out of the car. Yes. Opened the door and jumped out of the car. <laughs> jumped out of the car while the car was moving for no reason at all. It was just for the content. It was, it was for the YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mama was pissed. Yeah, you're mad. <laughs> and, you know, there was no reason for us to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I definitely have had some mom reactions from time to time. Yeah. I mean, I don't make any apology for it. I am no, the mom. There's no problem about it. But it was funny. And he I there were times where I would see you guys doing stuff in the car and I'd look for seatbelts. Remember? I would, Make sure you wear your seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, yeah, though. I did, and so when I saw that, I said, before any one of those guys gets in the car with you again, they need to come talk to me. 
because that's my thing. Come talk to me. Yep. And you, I think, you came and talked to me. Who else came and talked? Maybe it was just you. The guy that jumped out the car didn't come talk to me. I'll say that. He didn't talk to you? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, he sure didn't. I eventually let that go. But for a while, I was serious about it. I mean, I don't know if you guys all hopped in the car the very next day and just didn't put it on YouTube, so I didn't yeah. know, but... Yes, they're kids, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, we don't do 20. No, but can you get the car them all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Joseph took you to school every day for a while, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You guys did that. What is... Okay, so we talked about what some of the coolest things are that happened. What's the toughest thing? What's the toughest thing that has happened? The hardest, the worst... Like, I hate to say worst, but... What's a downside? Probably just, probably just the fight. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's that is a downside of me because it it just it took my mind off of YouTube. That's mm-hmm. what it did. It took my mind off of YouTube. So too bad. It's too bad you didn't know me because I would have told you. Don't think about that damn guy. Mm-hmm. Not at all. At all. Yeah, that was a bummer. That sucks. Yeah, that's pretty much. Get um, something else in your head besides your goal for a minute. Yeah, there's nothing really bad that's happened though. You know, everything. Learning those interpersonal lessons with the. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, I think the more people learn about what a healthy, trusting friendship or relationship is, the better. A lot of people don't learn it until they're in there. Yeah, for sure. Well into adulthood. Well, listen, I think this has been a pretty awesome conversation. Um, uh, we encourage our followers to go find Darice. Spell it for me. D-A-R-E-I-S? Yep, D-A-R-E-I-S. Go find Darice on YouTube, on TikTok. Check out his videos. Um, I hope as you continue to evolve and blow up, you'll come back and update us and talk to us more. Of um, course. It's been super eye-opening. I think that you uh, are thoughtful and intelligent, and you are smart about business. And I, I just I wish nothing but the best for you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. For sure. I agree with all of that. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Dave. All right. See, that wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. You're good at talking about about We should do more of these. Yeah, I think... This strongly worded podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton. 